February 23rd, 1870. Post-U.S. Civil War military control of Mississippi ends, and it is readmitted to the Union, a moment which, based on the state's actions since then, historians call either Grant's mistake or the Big Mississippsie. Welcome to The Revisionists. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And our guest is someone we should have had on a long time ago, and I'm so, so excited to have him on. Please welcome Andres Besserell, everyone. Thank you for clapping. I, uh... Yeah, we'll add that in post. <laughs> yeah, we always add we always add that in post. <laughs> Wink. Um, but unfortunately, the clapping sound effect is really close to the booing sound effect and the sobbing sound effect. Yeah, so... I just sometimes I hit the wrong buttons. Boy, howdy, and don't the, I know that? Also, the sound effect we made where one of us just sticks our hand in a jar of mayonnaise and moves it around—that was right in there too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, that popular sound effect. Yeah, we use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that one. We call uh, it a mayo moment. So whenever we say during this podcast, <laughs> classic mayo moment. Yeah, we'll take a 10 to 15 second pause. Uh, and then that's where that sound will go. Is a mayo moment when one of you guys says something that's too white? Oh, man, that's a yeah. classic mayo moment right there. <laughs> yeah. So the the thing about that is the podcast runs like five minutes, but it's about an hour and 30 minutes because of all the mayo moments. <laughs> oh, man. White people use it as a sleep aid, basically. The sound of mayo. <laughs> Oh god! Damn. In Robert Small's time, that's uh, they often had people. They had uh, slaves just put their hands in mayo to help them fall asleep. It was a common <laughs> practice. So if like someone's sleeping and you put their hand in like a glass of water, there's a what happens if someone's sleeping and you put their hand in a jar of mayo? A lot of white guilt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they just expel it uh, from their bowels. Um, <laughs> they wake up with a desire to like binge watch the office on netflix or something <laughs> yeah friends that has every fucking season of friends yeah uh, i like how you guys got me to uh talk about robert smalls uh for black history month uh that was pretty yeah. did not um did not put that together until i was like actually scheduling things i'm like oh yeah this is... i thought it was a hardcore mayo moment i'll be honest <laughs> That's a mayo moment. Hardcore. That's uh, and this and to be fair, like this February has already been full of mayo moments. Uh, I mean, Shout out to my Virginia. boy Liam Neeson. Uh, oh, yeah, God. Liam Neeson. Virginia is flooding us with mayo right yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> hey, every other white person, let's tone it tone it down, maybe for for a minute. Yeah. Oh, what are you? Ex- every other white person except you. <laughs> You get the pass? I include myself in that number. Um, How could I not? I have a podcast. I like that Brian thinks only 50% of white people are bad. Uh, I never (laughs) said that. (laughs) When? Like every other white person, uh, like that's technically half. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, the best way for us to honor Black History Month would be to stop having a podcast, probably. (laughs) Yeah, because... Because having a Mexican talk about a famous black slave isn't cutting it, so <laughs> this should be interesting. Well, I, I, I should say, in that spirit, um, 
this is, uh, did not plan this for Black History Month, especially because the last episode was, well, I guess the last episode was Thomas Lay, uh, white Australian uh, murderer. Walking uh, mayo moment. Yeah, uh. classic mayo, or, or as down there they call it a, a Vegemite victory. Um, <laughs> a didgeridoo dongle. Um, but uh, this is actually, we're starting our next big chapter of history, um, and we're going to be talking about the Civil War, but uh, whereas there are so many fucking podcasts who have talked about the Civil War and uh, Reconstruction and the pre the antebellum era, we wanted to try to make an effort to uh, only discuss the Civil War from the perspective of black Americans and tell their stories, which usually often get shunted aside in favor of like the same fucking story about Robert E. Lee. Yeah, because uh, history books... They portray so much of the Civil War as the great Mayo moment of our history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, it was the moment when Mayo became aioli and was like, finally, like, took a step forward. It's Mayo moment one, yeah. <laughs> MM1, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wish it was MM1. There's so many Mayo moments before and after. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um so, yeah, we're going to be talking about Robert Smalls today. Um, the We have results for the Boston Corbett episode with Janae Burris. Mm. Um, and the alternate history uh, one out there, which, how could it not? But also that story, so crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you to Janae for that. And real quick, also, given that we've spent uh, the first 15 minutes of the podcast talking about Mayo Moments... But not um, apologizing for any of them. Uh. <laughs> um, I did want to. Uh, we got. We love hearing from listeners here on the podcast, um, and uh, we received this comment via our website uh, from our one of our Jack the Ripper episodes on Aaron Kosminski. Uh, quote: uh, These idiots keep going off topics. It took fifteen minutes to mention Kosminski. Uh, he's the best suspect by far, and drew it. Blah 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 blah. Uh, he goes on talking about Jack the Ripper, uh, and the last line is, I know way more than these morons, and they keep going of topic, they suck. So. Wow, it's, it's, it's so nice that people can still say whatever they want behind the keyboard. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. look, I do it too. Um, Are you a shit talker online? No, I, I'm not, but I, I, I feel that compulsion. And I, I mean, I know that's not the most flattering comment, but I don't think we've had a written iTunes review in over a calendar year. So it's refreshing to know that someone, <laughs> that someone cares enough to even mention <laughs> that you guys pen suck. to paper. <laughs> I mean, to also, put finger to keyboard. <laughs> also, um, what the fuck are you expecting? This is a comedy podcast. Yeah, it's called The like, Revisionist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what we're doing here is we're asking comedians to do a homework assignment. Yeah. Like, and when it turns out un like not the best, you can't be too surprised. And also, we're not like, Dan Carlin. We've never claimed to be anything other than idiots. Like, <laughs> that's never been. It, we are exactly what we say on the tin. Um, so, listeners, if you do want to drop us a written iTunes uh, or whatever podcast service you use, comment. Feel free to do so if you appreciate our, uh, I'll say, fevered idiocy. <laughs> Yeah, let us know your favorite Jack the Ripper suspect. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. Write whatever you want. Like, it, I'll click five stars and then insult us. Tell us, 
tell us our eventual children are failures and they'll die alone. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the internet. Why was this invented? Um, but um, we're going to be talking about Robert Smalls. Andres, uh, you're going to be doing the actual history. Zach, you're going to be doing the alternate. Yep. Hey there. This is Brian reminding you that The Revisionist is supported by listeners just like you. You can make a pledge and get rewards like shirts and even the right to vote over at patreon.com slash the revisionists. So, uh, Andres, whenever you're ready, take us away. Sure. I uh, So the homework you guys gave me was <laughs> to talk about uh, Robert Bobby Smalls. Uh, he was, uh, I guess he's technically still is a famed, uh, uh, he was a slave, uh, who got his freedom and, uh, to do that, he had to fucking move mountains. Uh, and by mountains, I mean, escape, uh, with a naval ship from the Confederacy (laughs) and give it to, uh, uh, not the Confederacy. Sorry. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I, the other one. The other ones. The good guys, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, like the Hellman's versus yeah. the, the best foods, I guess, if we're going with this. Is it the Union, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess Miracle Whip is the... <laughs> yeah, they gave yeah, it to Miracle that's Whip. That's just Canada. That's Canada. Uh, <laughs> but they... Uh, so, yeah. So, and then he uh, got into some, uh, some positions uh, in the government. He was in office uh, for several different uh, parts of his... Uh, career after being uh, enrolled into the uh, the uh, Union uh, military, I guess. Um, and he made some uh, movement for African Americans at the time to actually be enlisted as soldiers and paid uh, mm-hmm. better. Well, that way. Um, I don't remember if he got them complete equal pay, but he uh, definitely made stuff happen for his fellow uh, uh, former slaves, which is pretty cool. The, um, the way I remember reading about it was that at first, it started as, like, unequal pay, but then by the end of the war, it ended up being equal pay and then back pay. Yeah. But then I know that after the Civil War, that obviously changed. Well, stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got back pay for... He was originally kind of stiffed on his payment for delivering the ship, too, but eventually got back pay. Yeah, he got that, that. For sure. And then he also... Uh, he was... Uh, he was given, he was given like not an official title, I guess. So when it was time to get, uh, you know, paid for his services, uh, he wasn't properly enlisted. So they're like, we can't do that then. So then he had to prove that he was, uh, and eventually he did get it, which ended up being 30 bucks a month for his services, uh, in the Navy. Yeah. It was like his pension. Yeah. His pension. Mm, Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But uh, he was, uh, he's a very famous Aries, uh, born April 5th. <laughs> Don't know if that Let me tell you, is important to you guys. Aries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when I was reading about him, they're not 100% sure who his dad is, uh, but they assume that more than likely it was his, uh, his owner at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy named Henry McKee. That's right. And his, and his mom, Lydia, uh, polite, I believe was her last name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know where he got the last name smalls. So, you know, <laughs> uh, in all fairness though, my son doesn't have mine or his mom's last name. So oh, I get okay. it. <laughs> Uh, that's of course big shout out to Decepticon. Yeah, four twenty. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like the ring it had. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <At> AOL. 
But uh, he ended up, uh, he was born, uh, and then he got married at 18, and which when I got, when I read that, I was like, no way. But yeah, he got married at 18. Actually, I think he was 17 still. He was, he was in his late, late 17th uh, year of life, and he got married uh, to a lady five years his senior who already had two girls, and he ended up having three kids with her. Uh, I believe two girls and a boy who died, uh, plane accident. Um, so that was cool. What, plane accident? Yeah, it was like a very boring accident. A plane accident. Oh, I, uh, I, okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this timeline is way more fucked up than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> also, who's, I don't know who says plane accident instead of Before plane the inventions of airplanes, everybody said just a plane accident. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that makes much more sense. <laughs> but um, yeah, he had like a bit of special favor because the 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 master was probably his dad, so he was able to like do various jobs in the town and and inside, work on ships. yeah, yeah. Uh, but his mom was insistent that even though he was given special favor, he was exposed to the work in the fields and the whipping, so he understood. Uh, not everybody Understood gets to slavery, put a yeah. hand in the mayo at night, you know? So Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I love I love mayo moments. I don't love mayo moments. I love the joke about them. <laughs> but man, oof, that's sometimes they're really uncomfortable. But I mean, what a what a interesting mother. I mean, my mom probably would have done the same thing. She uh, just to make sure your kid like knows where they come from and how fortunate they are. She's like, "Look at that." Mm-hmm. You know, like that kid's the same age as you, and we're beating the shit. Out. I'm not, but they're beating the shit out of him today. And I, I want this you was to like watch. A weird, <laughs> a weird dark world where your mom would just start beating random kids yeah. to be like, "See how lucky you are. <laughs> <laughs> you could be this child I'm beating." <laughs> I I still get scared to go to Chili's with her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that I like. I totally. I see that reasoning, but I could also, of course, completely understand if someone was like, no, my my son has a chance to not be exposed to this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. An, it's an impossible choice either way. Like, but yeah, Jesus. He yeah. was Baptist, uh, Robert Smalls. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> Just figured I'd bring it back. That's going to happen a whole bunch of this, these Civil War episodes where I'm just like, oh, God, motherfucker. So then he gets a little bit older and he finds his wife uh, actually um, on his journeys as a young man. He gets sent off uh, to start working in the city. So he gets a buck a week uh, working for people and all the other money he would technically be making if he was a free man uh, gets sent back to his master. So he's doing that for a couple of years and he starts finding himself working uh, more with in the docks of, uh, of uh, where's he at? It's, he's not in South Carolina at the time, right? He's, uh, I think he's in Charleston. Okay. He? I think it's Charleston. So yeah, so he's there and he's, and he's learning the ropes, uh, literally, you know, tying knots and learning how to make sails and doing all sorts of stuff that involve boats. Uh, and gets really good at it. Uh, really likes the stuff. stuff that involves boats. I mean, I'm not wrong. <laughs> Learns to hide in a barrel. He went to the dock, uh, but he mostly worked with popcorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
big fan of balloon animals. That mm-hmm. guy, Robert Smalls. Uh, Saltwater no. taffy. Yeah. <laughs> Face painting. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And of course, seagull defense. Uh, Asbestos yeah. removal. <laughs> but uh, so that's how you got into water sports or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got into paragliding. For- yeah. <laughs> So now he's married and he's doing stuff like that. And then, uh, which of course, before the invention of like, um, you know, uh, what are they called? Jet skis. They used to call <laughs> anything that happened on the water, a water sport. Cause it's a water. There's a port. It's a water sport. sport. Yeah. <laughs> Just like have a plane accident doing a water sport. Um, that's a very different thing right now. Sorry. And then I feel like, <laughs> If I remember correctly, he gets that boat. He gets that ship. Uh, eventually, he steals a, a ship with him and seven other black uh, crewmates, yeah. and they it's leave. Like, they leave an eighth crewmate out because they didn't uh, trust they him. Didn't trust him. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they didn't take him or they didn't tell him about the plan the thing i read was vague about that I f- yeah me too uh, i feel like when they say they didn't trust him they think they thought he was an idiot and he would tell the secret on accident like we're doing yeah. this so, so they might have still like escaped with him they yeah. just might not have told him about the plan beforehand he was simple uh, the, the boy ate crayons so to speak and they couldn't <laughs> trust him with such uh, important information but they're like we'll just surprise him uh, <laughs> but he had to like apparently he was like getting his wages and his plan was to buy the freedom of himself and his wife yeah it would take eight hundred dollars and it took him like five years to get a hundred dollars so it would take him decades yeah to reach that amount and he was like all right fuck this i'm stealing a ship life of crime he said (laughs) hell yeah which i can't blame him in all honesty uh no of course not your entire uh race that you know (laughs) is enslaved yeah go break some laws please yeah uh, but uh, yeah, so then him and uh, those seven other crewmates, they, uh, he dresses up as the captain and in, at nighttime they do all the signs and stuff and he's wearing like a straw hat that looks like a regular hat and he's dressed up as the captain and it's, he's doing all the stuff and they're like, oh yeah, that's totally, that's not Bobby at all. That's someone shockingly that's, yeah. <laughs> easy. Like apparently all of the white crewmen at night just like leave the ship and are like, yeah. see you later. <laughs> so he just puts on a costume sails up and like gives the normal confederate hand signs to any of the like checkpoints and everybody's like i guess that's the normal he's wearing a straw hat that's a total mayo move yeah (laughs) it's 3 a.m uh and nobody said anything about boats moving but yeah fuck it why not (laughs) yeah i imagine all of like the white crew members went out to just like go make mayo yeah like buy mayo i don't know if it was they just came back with tubs in hand and they're like, oh, geez. Oh, no. <laughs> I got the like vague... slowly dipping their hand into the yeah. tub and eating it. Oh, God. I got the vague sense that maybe it was prostitute related. <laughs> okay. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're I mean, on the I docks. Really that on other than the Navy. Yeah, you're on the no, docks. That's what I you don't do. think they were supposed to be leaving the ship based on the fact that they were like court-martialed afterward. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did not know that part. They ended up getting. I thought they got their jobs back at the end. They though. did, yeah. but they were there was like. But they were, were court-martialed. Yeah. <laughs> Your Honor, in my defense, this mayo was 
Yeah, yeah. It's the tangiest. <laughs> it's a classic male moment, man. You know, uh, you get it. You've been there, right? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's that History Channel series, Classic Mayo Moments. So then they sail into Union waters, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and they tear down uh, the Confederate flag, and at and on the way to uh, the Union side, they pick up a bunch of their family, including uh, right, his yeah. his current wife, because he ends up getting a second one later. Uh, don't worry, the first one dies. Um, <laughs> and she brings a sheet with her, a big white sheet, and they raise it as a white flag. And uh, they sail towards it, and they kind of have to hope that they don't get shot at. And as soon as uh, um, the Union sees that it's a bunch of black people, like, dancing on top of the ship, like, hoping for, like, a chance to live in freedom, uh, they realize that it's okay to bring them in, and they do. And then uh, uh, Robert Smalls is uh, obviously dressed as a captain in a straw hat, and, uh, you know, he declares, like, hey— Got you a boat. <laughs> the quote that is the quote that I saw was Good morning, sir. I brought you some of the old United States guns, sir. Is what he yelled mm-hmm. to the Union. Uh, that sounds soldiers. way cooler than I brought you a boat. Because uh, <laughs> the but, planter was like a gunship, so it was very valuable. Yeah. And uh, on that ship was also a bunch of. Uh, uh, confederate uh, uh is it confederate yeah stuff that it's like, like maps and stuff and the signs it also had a book of all the signs to give yeah and code book, code book yeah so he fucking scored for them man mm. and his own personal knowledge of the charleston port like was valuable he told them like this island that they assumed was heavily fortified actually had no one on it yeah. And so the union just like rolled up and took that island and used it for the rest of the war as a base what year was this again? This was 62, I think. Okay. 18. Thank you. <laughs> That's more for our listeners. Like, oh, geez, Robert, thank you, but you are very late. Uh, so I know I understand ships are slow, generally. But... <laughs> so yeah, so then he does that, and then he starts working for the Navy, right? He's not technically enlisted, yeah. though. Uh, yeah, because he he's wants his... to, like... Uh, for a minute, he almost goes up to New York to do, like, work for freed slaves and stuff, uh, helping improve their welfare. But they're like, you have too much, like, maritime experience. You got to help in this war. And he joins the Navy. Mm. So now he's in the Navy and he ends up fighting in 17 battles, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. You know how many uh, veteran hats that is? That's like 17 <laughs> of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just envision him in his old age walking around with those hats. Yeah, no, of course. That, that's how I picture every veteran. Stacked one on top stacked of the other. Stacked up like a roll doll yeah. character. <laughs> Bought them all at the army surplus store. <laughs> I, uh, so yeah, so now he's fighting and he moves up uh, a couple times, makes it all the way to captain at one point. After, I want to say there's a battle where the actual captain uh, flees and uh, uh, Bobby Smalls, uh, fighting with a bunch of other freed slaves, is worried for his fellow uh, men because they're black and if they get captured, he doubts they'll be treated as prisoners of war. Right. So he fucking just sticks his guns and he, you know, he goes all out and uh, they live and they don't get captured and it's 
pretty badass. Uh, I don't know why they made uh, Django when they should have just made a movie about Robert Smalls, truth be told. Well, also because Quentin Tarantino is a walking mayo moment. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you can't be that in defeat and not be a mayo moment. Like I'm not saying it's wrong to be in defeat. Like I, like we're not gonna do that episode today. I'm, no. I get it. Uh, no, we're not gonna yuck on a yum. That yeah. <laughs> yum. But yeah, I've seen Uma Thurman's feet more than I've seen mine. Uh, so. <laughs> and it's not by choice. It just happened. She doesn't like come over to your house and it's yeah. like pressing it's up hour. against my cheeks with her toes. <laughs> Her little, her little bean, her little bean toes. She's a cat. Okay, uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to mention <laughs> yeah, that Andrew's Uma cat Thurman. is his name is his cat's name is Uma Thurman, and he's the best. Or uh, Uma yeah, I mean, oh, so many that's so ways. good. Yeah. Puma Perman. <laughs> <laughs> gonna send that to uh, Netflix to put on uh, BoJack Horseman. Yep. Oh, that would rule. Anyways, uh, before a Mayo moment started going into my mind about Bojack, uh, Bobby Smalls, right? So now he's a captain. He's mm-hmm. crushing it. Um, oh, he buys his old slave uh, owner's house, right? Uh, yeah, he totally does. Yeah, that's, that's like the most baller thing ever. Eventually, he gets enough cash to buy his his old uh, slave owner's place uh, because that place he lost it during something doing with taxes or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. For somebody he was cool with uh, with his slave owner's wife, white wife. He was like, "Yeah, you welcome in here." Yeah, come die. But like that's that was nice of him. I think he also during the war. Um, like he was, uh, he he like played a supporting role in Sherman's march on the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, uh, like we said, he met with Abe Lincoln and was part of the reason that, and his own service was part of the reason that Lincoln was like, yeah, we should uh, probably let, you know, black troops into the army. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, you're fighting for them, so to speak. Uh, you should let them fight too. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, well, there's more. There's more to it than that. Obviously, a they're lot. fighting yeah. for them incidentally. Yeah, like I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every man is created equal. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then uh, what else? He does a bunch of cool shit. He makes a a school for uh, other little black kids to learn and shit. Um, he is, yeah, that's what was written uh, above the schoolhouse doors to learn and shit. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Small's school for black kids to learn and shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby kept it real, man. <laughs> but so he does a lot of cool shit, and he's he's a Republican. He's a hardcore Republican. Which at the uh, time they were the good ones. They were the Democrats, essentially. They, yeah. <laughs> That's always that always before the great switcheroo of yeah. uh, nineteen twelve. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, for a long time uh, he 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 stayed a Republican, but uh, and then he did a bunch of. This is the part where I didn't really give a shit. Uh, was his time in office and stuff? Like I I kind of just glazed over that. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. cool, I guess. But his his journey to freedom is probably my favorite. Uh, story of all time because that he just does some cool ass shit and pulls it all off and like 
he learns Basically. to read and he writes and he and in the, like some of his quotes are so just badass. Like I was like, this dude is awesome. Yeah, there's a couple like notable political moments. Like he is very one of the very earliest uh, uh, black men to serve in the House of Representatives, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the another very interesting moment in his political career. You know, he helped uh, pass the civil rights. Uh, uh, the Civil Rights Act, the, the first one, after Andrew Johnson vetoed it because he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one that was really interesting to me is he was in, I think it was San Francisco, and the transportation there was oh, still segregated. Yeah. Wait, I want to tell you, he had, a, he, had, he had a Rosa Parks moment before Rosa Parks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, so he's yeah. So he's in San Francisco, and then uh, they try to make him give up his seat to a white dude. And he's already a decorated war veteran at this point. Like he's like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking Bobby Smalls, dude. Like, <laughs> do you know who I am? And instead of like getting like really like you know freaking out and you know getting shot or whatever, he just uh, he lets he just gets off the was it a trolley yeah. right because San yeah, Francisco. Like, there's the black area in the back which is apparently empty, and instead of either arguing or getting off or getting in that area, he's just like fuck this and yeah. leaves the trolley. And but it really wasn't that cool because he was going downhill anyways. Uh, if he had been going uphill, <laughs> it would have been way more powerful. Then the of a cost moment. would have really been. <laughs> um, but he, uh, he yeah, uh, and then that sp- spread out to other events basically. Like because he was such a popular figure and a war hero, like that incident led the city to desegregate its public transportation. Yeah, man, which is cool of him. Like, yeah, for like a dude that was always rocking the boat, so to speak. He never stopped. So that was pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had to face a lot of stuff like that. We were talking earlier about uh, him not getting his pension and having to fight for that, uh, you know, and it, it just never stopped, you know, and uh, that was that's unfortunate. But like, it's cool that uh, even though it never stopped, he didn't stop either. He was always very. Like, yeah, no, I, I fucking fought for this country. Uh, I got it a boat. Gave um, <laughs> me my money. <laughs> Among the many things he sacrificed for this country, he also got it like a really good birthday gift. Yeah. I keep yeah. calling it a boat, but it's a ship for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Boats, ships, whatever, yeah. baby. I'm Bobby stole the boat. <laughs> Smalls, motherfucker. Like, come on. <laughs> Andres, thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, oh, I just want to conclude, oh. like... So he dies at 75 of malaria and, and diabetes. diabetes. Classic. That combo. <laughs> One was not enough to take him out. They had to Hell work no. together. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a weird, like, Marvel villain team up thing. <laughs> but I like one of his quotes is inscribed on his tombstone, and it's, uh, it's a good quote, so I thought I'd share it. Uh, My race needs no special defense for the past history of them in this country proves them to be equal to any people anywhere. All they need is an equal chance in the battle of life. Yeah, man. That's solid. Quote. I ain't going to have that kind of quote on my tombstone. <laughs> my yeah, tombstone's going to like... say hashtag mayo moment. Oh, that's going to say like pepperoni and extra cheese or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that too. It's going to yeah. say both. What do you want on your tombstone? Hashtag mayo moment. <laughs> oh. Hello, everybody. I'm JD Lopez the host of Left Hand Right Brain. It's a free-flowing, wide-ranging conversation that I have with artists doing interesting and creative things here in Denver, 
and beyond. We talk about their personal stories, break down their creative process, and what motivates them. Spoiler alert, it's mostly spite. We talk about all these things and more while kicking back, cracking wise, and always having a good time. You can find old episodes and everything you need to know at lefthandrightbrainpod.com. Uh, Zach, whenever you're ready. Uh, yeah. Um, so actually the story is pretty similar, pretty, pretty, uh, similar to the real history of Robert Smalls. Um, you know, it's largely the same at the beginning. Um, his owner McKee was, uh, as in the original story, uh, you know, nicer to him than, than others. Like he would play hide and seek and got your nose and shit. But Robert always found it super demeaning when he played these games with them and never really took to it. Uh, particularly got your nose because he played it way too late in his <laughs> development. Yeah, Robert was <laughs> right. 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, motherfucker, I know you don't got my nose. <laughs> I've, touched, so, I've touched a woman's breast. Quit, quit, quit acting like I don't well, know where I my nose is. I got married last week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my third kid, motherfucker. Yeah, no. At the at the ceremony, I'm McKee the one who was, gets noses now, motherfucker. McKee was at the ceremony. He's like, "For your wedding, I got you your nose back." <laughs> Classic dad. <laughs> Except fucked up, like slave owner dad. Um, so he decides, like, enough of this shit. After a whole life of a. a, a Oppression like that, but also worse. <laughs> um, Thank you for clarifying. He's like, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal this ship, the planter, which was actually one of McKee's ships. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's like, in the night, when they're sailing it over to Union Waters, he says to himself, he says, you got my nose, motherfucker? I got your ship. And it's the start <laughs> And it's everyone was start. like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's the start of a it's a start of a life of taking things back as retribution for those slights in his childhood. I like to think there are like seven black crew members next to him, like, what the fuck is Bobby going on about? <laughs> We've gotta go. <laughs> and that planter, throughout the Civil War, he took the planter and wrote it into uh into battle. Mm-hmm. Uh and he was fond of saying Y'all racist shitheads should suck this planter's nuts. And of course, God damn it. Planter's Nuts was the company he founded after oh. the war so that every white person in the country could suck on the planter's nuts. Yeah, that's of course, every time I pop open a can of nuts, the thing I want to do is suck on them. And yeah. the weird thing is that that logo is in the likeness of his late uh, slave owner dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Planter's is a pretty close... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, just appearance. He was, yeah, it, he was known as a very oddly curvy man, very hourglass shaped man. <laughs> yeah. So he goes on through his life, and uh, he eventually gets McKee's house, and he's like, "You got my nose, motherfucker! I got your house." <laughs> And he gets the money, and he's like, "You got my nose, motherfucker! I got your money," because he obviously got it for the ship. He gets the power in the House of Representatives. Same story. He has the old man's wife come live <laughs> in his is. house. And it's like, you got my nose. I got your wife. <laughs> and so he comes to McKee on his deathbed. Mm. And um, in, a, in, a, in a shot from McKee's point of view, he's like, 
You got you got my nose, motherfucker. <laughs> I got your nose. And it's like the end of Inglorious Bastards, basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah, it's like that. This is a very Tarantino-heavy episode. I apologize. I just well, have that was Brad Pitt playing Bobby Smalls in my head now. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> like, Brad, no. And I was like, oh, man, dude, come on. Brad, damn That could have gone to, like, anyone else. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she could have done it better. <laughs> in in the shot, you can see Uma Thurman is standing next to McKee and, of course, is barefoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Uh-huh. Um, but that's not all he did. Because McKee... <laughs> McKee had learned a few things over a lifetime uh, of being a badass. He'd learned how to be a political player. He learned how to fight for the well-being of his uh, his people. He learned how to fight, learned how to sail, and Karate. he learned how to oh. suck the life essence out of his racist asshole father. <laughs> <laughs> so his last moment, his last gotcha moment was, you got my nose? I got your life. And he sucked the remaining life essence out of old man McKee so that he might live forever. Well, or at Wait. least longer. When, when is he you like said a it, revenant? Is he like a draugr? What are we talking Well, when you said, I've got your life, I was like, oh no, Bobby became a slave owner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, the no. remainder of his life force, which could be used for good or ill. <laughs> but he, he does uh, eventually do this to a few other, he claims to die for timeline reasons of malaria and diabetes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, he does this to numerous former slave owners and Confederate soldiers, and eventually he does uh, become a kind of revenant. He becomes a spirit of reclamation in these United States, and his spirit seeps into various uh, young, uh, you know, black and African-American people across the country, such as Barack Obama, who reclaimed, of course, the presidency for a time. Um <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, who reclaimed, of course, the highest grossing Marvel movie title. Yeah. John Boyega, who ruined Star Wars for racists. Oh, dude, I was so scared. I was like, we're about to have a male. Oh, moment. no. Yeah, I was going to. I was. I was puckering. Oh, man. And whoever becomes the first black James Bond. He's in, he's in there, too. Which, waiting to reclaim. Oh, if only it was Idris Elba. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, unfortunately, I think he's too old at this point. I was hoping he's going to be one of the Waynes brothers, but that's just me. <laughs> really? I don't, know if that, I don't know if that's the right sort of actor for that part. I mean, Damon Waynes Jr., I don't know if y'all seen Happy Endings. I think he could pull it off. I've seen Blank Man, and that was enough <laughs> for me. <laughs> so I mean, Smalls... Uh, you asked where the name Smalls came from because it's right. His father was named McKee. His his mother was named Polite. Why was his name Smalls? It's because on the night after they rescued the planter from Confederate uh, soldiers, he and the other people who were uh, escaping to freedom had an old-fashioned campfire on the deck. Um, it was safe somehow, mm-hmm. but yeah. they did it. I mean, they were surrounded by water. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to have and, a fire, have it on the water. And uh, one of them, and they were making s'mores. Oh, and uh, and Robert had never had any. And someone said, these s'mores, do you want s'mores? And he said, s'mores, no. I want small. Because he wanted it all, baby. <laughs> and that's why he went by Robert Smalls. Oh, it's like someone punched me in the stomach. 
<laughs> I, I, I love it, but it physically hurt for a second. That is why he was named Robert Small. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the spirit of reclamation in these United States. Uh, Zach, thank you. Yeah. Uh, listeners, before we move on to uh, judgment, uh, if you want to leave us a comment and call us idiots, uh, you can do that at revisionistpodcast.com uh, or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just search for Revisionist Podcast. Uh, also, don't forget to put the hashtag Mayo Moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we log all of our Mayo Moments in our heads and relive them. Constantly. And in a book, which is actually so large <laughs> that it's causing the ground in Brian's department to shift yeah. downward. Mm-hmm. Like the VA, you know how all the records are making the floors collapse? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, um, God damn it. Um, also, uh, this shows a pr- the revisionist, there we go, is a proud member of the Denver Podcast Network, along with such shows as One More Shot, uh, which is people's stories of reinvention and uh, recovering themselves. Uh, it's hosted by Elaine Grant, formerly of Colorado Public Radio. And it's a really great show. So check out One More Shot. Um, sorry. <clears throat> um, Andres, you have a couple really big shows coming up. Um, the One, the night this episode is coming out. Um, so tonight, if you're listening to it on uh, the day this comes out, uh, you can... Hopefully it's not so well actually I hope it is sold out before you guys hear this uh because that would be nice to know that it's sold out already. Uh but uh don't tell comedy. Uh I'll be doing a show. I can't tell you where. Uh <laughs> so buy tickets and you get uh you buy the tickets I think they're like 20 bucks online and then day of you get told a secret location uh to watch me and other comics. Uh, some maybe not as famous as I am and some way more famous than I am, um, but total crushers, uh, because it's secret comedy and that's the way secret comedy is. It's always the best comedy. Uh, and then before that or after that, I said, right, no, no, oh, Um, no, I I gave you a date for a show that would have already passed, didn't I? Oh, I thought you meant March 15th. No, you're right. But March 6th, uh, I'll be doing Ben Kronberg's show, uh, was it free comedy and tacos? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 so yeah, look up that, and I'll be there too, slinging jokes real hard. But uh, don't tell comedy; it was gonna be awesome if you get a chance, get tickets, and come. Uh, you can hear me tell all sorts of uh, things about people's mayo moments in my life. <laughs> so that should be a good time. Oh, but I mean, also, if you love secret comedy, you'll love the Revisionist Podcast, which has, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have an audience. Um, we have an audience. <laughs> We're comfortable. <laughs> We're not. No. I, uh, as for me, listeners, I uh, co-host Queen City Companion with friend of the show Jen Colick. It's an all-false storytelling show and a podcast under the Mutiny Transmissions podcast. So that comes out once a month along with other great shows. Uh, so come check that out. The next live show is March 7th at Mutiny Information Cafe. Um at 8 p.m. Um, but I believe uh, judgment falls to me this episode. Um, and part of me is thinking this might be an issue I face a lot when we discuss these Civil War episodes. Um, 
Because it's a challenging thing for us to just decide to rewrite black history. Yeah, that's the thing I don't want to do. Because it's been rewritten so many times already, buddy. (laughs) Well, I think there's a way to, and it's a little behind the curtain, I think there's a way to write this sort of thing when you talk about a character and you sort of talk about the things that they actually did that made them remarkable. And you sort of take those and you make another story with that. That is Yeah, or you exaggerate them in a flattering way yeah like exactly. paul bunyan yeah um or you just add touches of absurdism i guess yeah no totally uh which i think Zach such you- as i could have added uh 12 veterans hats that he wore every day <laughs> <laughs> oh man let's say that happened in mine i'm gonna add that <laughs> um And, Zach, I think you also did that very well, but I still think this time I have to give my vote to the actual history uh, just because it is so, like, full of courage and adventure. Yeah, I couldn't make that that. up, man. That was nuts. Uh, Although, Zach, I... Planter's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, love love the puns, and I loved the... uh, As much as I hated it, I also loved the Smalls joke, so... (laughs) God damn it. Um, But... Uh, listeners, voting is now open on the Patreon page, so go ahead and do that. Uh, but and also, as we mentioned earlier, write us a written review. Yes. Hopefully of yes. a high number. It's been a long, long time since I've seen one of those on iTunes pop up for us, so mm-hmm. it'd be a nice touch. Or uh, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, uh, wherever you get podcasts. Tune in, whatever. Um, but uh, I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, Andres, thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Zach, thank you as always. Of course, yep. For everyone here at The Revisionists, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. Have a good time. <laughs>